welcome to the second episode of Osborne Clark's Consumer Law Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about some new powers for the CMA, the Competition Markets Authority, to enforce consumer law in digital markets, and what, if anything, this might mean for enforcement of consumer law by the CMA going forward. I'm Simon Neal, Head of Competition Law here at Osborne Clark, and I'm here today with my colleague, Katrina Anderson, who specialises in consumer and e-commerce law. The CMA's new enforcement powers have come about as a result of the snappily named Consumer Protection Enforcement Amendment Regulations 2020, which quietly entered into force in the UK on 2nd of June. These regulations implement an EU initiative to enhance consumer protection and also enhance cooperation between EU consumer protection regulators. In particular, they're designed to give EU regulators new powers to take certain enforcement action to protect consumers in the digital environment. In the UK, the regulations grant the CMA new powers to apply to the High Court for online interface orders, or indeed interim online interface orders. If granted, such orders will enable the CMA to impose enforcement orders against traders where there's been an infringement that harms the collective interest of consumers. So Katrina, would you be able to shed a bit more light on what an online interface order actually is? Absolutely. Well, as you said, the CMA has to apply to the courts for the order. And the order um, is against a platform, a website or an app or any other digital business to amend or take down content. And the CMA needs to demonstrate two things. One is that that content harms the consumers in some way. And secondly, that it is unlawful under consumer protection law. So in practice, this would allow the CMA to do something like order um, a platform to take down a listing for a dangerous product. The process for obtaining the order has been really carefully designed um, because this, this order is a little bit different to Part 8 enforcement under the Enterprise Act because there's no mandatory consultation process. So the CMA doesn't need to go to the trader and ask them to um, comply before seeking the order, which means the CMA can act really quickly. But the government was obviously concerned they didn't want the CMA to use this as a way to circumvent that mandatory consultation process. So they've said that to be granted the order, the CMA has to satisfy the court that no other mechanism would be wholly effective. Since... As you say, the orders have only been available for a very short period of time. We don't yet have any examples of these, but it's interesting to consider that they could be useful in this current situation in terms of dealing with problematic content from rogue traders that exploit the coronavirus pandemic. Quite. This concern has been expressed at the highest level. Back in March, the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson told the House of Commons that new laws were needed to tackle profiteering and other exploitative behaviour by traders during the pandemic. In response, on 20th of March, the CMA established the COVID Task Force specifically to identify and take action against companies looking to exploit the crisis, whether, for example, through price gouging, misleading advertising or refusals to issue refunds. Indeed, it was reported that the large number of complaints received by the task force led it to seek emergency powers to enable it to impose remedies and fines directly on traders without first having to seek a court order. In the event, we understand the government did not accede to the task force request. However, it does beg the question of whether and how the CMA could use the new online interface orders to deal with coronavirus rogue traders. 
Well, I mean, the CMA has very much focused on two aspects of problematic um, content um, so far. So that's about misleading claims, but also, as as you say, excessive prices for certain goods. And it's certainly the case that the new orders could be very useful in terms of misleading claims that are contrary to the consumer protection from unfair trading regulations. So we could see the CMA seeking orders to take down misleading claims. Um, And that could take the form of an order to remove or modify the content on a website, to disable or restrict a specific website, um, display a a warning, or even to stop um, using a particular domain name if that was in of itself a misleading claim. It's a little less clear how the orders could be used to tackle price gouging, um, because although there's a really obvious harm to consumers, it's not so clear under um, current consumer law if such practices are unlawful. Stepping back for a moment, it's useful to look at how the new regulations fit into the CMA's wider push for enhanced enforcement powers. In February last year, Andrew Tyree, the chairman of the CMA, asked the government to establish a specialist enforcement body with powers to take enforcement action against large tech platforms deemed to have strategic market status. Tari also asked the government to grant the CMA enhanced powers to enforce consumer protection legislation by enabling it to impose fines and other remedies directly on traders without any need to first obtain a high court order, which in practice is a significant deterrent. The previous government confirmed it was sympathetic to the CMA's request and, as well as paving the way to the CMA establishing a digital markets unit, promised a consumer white paper which would set out the new consumer enforcement powers. However, there are currently signs that the new administration may be less willing to accede to all the CMA's requests, but at this stage, it's very much a matter of watching the space for developments. All in all, it does sound like we can expect the CMA to be taking quite a, a strong role um, going forward and and particularly to be looking to use any new powers that they do get, such as these online interface orders. Um, but also perhaps in the future that we might see some additional powers. There has been talk about the ability to levy civil fines, which was given quite a lot of support by um, the the former Prime Minister Theresa May. But it's not you know, quite clear um, how that will play out in the future. And certainly what we don't yet have much information on is how the um, CMA's future cooperation with other EU and other international regulators will look like. There is indeed a lot of uncertainty in this area. However, we'll be keeping a close eye on further developments and we'll keep you up to date in this podcast series, as well as on our dedicated New Deal for Consumers page on the Osborne Clark website. Thank you for listening.